All right, let's get some insights on the news that's shaping the markets today. And for that, we welcome in Jonathan Corpina, Senior, Ma Senior Managing Partner at Meridian Equity Partners. He joins me here at the New York Stock Exchange. Jonathan, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. All right, so the big question yesterday was bounce or bottom? What do you make of the follow-through with the uh, the rally that we're seeing today? Yeah, the, the follow-through today is what we actually wanted to see. If you look at the trading activity from yesterday, green across the screen, the screens all day long. And even though we closed up 2.3%, 2.5%, if you look at the last 10 minutes of the trading day yesterday, we had a significant sell-off. S&P dropped about 20 points from its highs in that last 10 minutes. So some real massive selling getting into the close. We were expecting to see that selling continue today, and we did. The good sign is that we were able to rebound and, and form somewhat of a short-term base right at this point. Not a ton of economic data that was really going to move this market. I think comments that are coming out of Washington is showing or adding a little bit of stability at this time. Long day ahead of us, a lot can happen. <laughs> but as for now, it is good to see that this initial one and a half, two percent sell-off that we were expecting has stabilized. And, it, and actually, it's a good point because the Dow is basically flat at this point, so it has already given up the modest gains that it had. So it's a long day; anything can happen. But you mentioned kind of that short-term base. The bigger question, of course, is how much much more do stocks need to sell off to reach that actual bottom? Yeah, every time we think we're kind of getting towards a bottom, we see another headline that comes out and adds to a leg down. Um, I, I do feel that we've seen somewhat of a significant washout in this market. We've had some pretty decent selling down days over the last over the last two weeks. So to me, that feels like it's selling, it's, it's flushing out the sellers and we are starting to build the base. What does concern me are a couple things. One is um, we have, we had last week a large S&P rebalance on Friday. We have a, an extremely large uh, Russell 2000 rebalance this Friday. Those are large liquidity events. Gives portfolio managers an opportunity to get in and out of positions or short positions without having major impacts on stock. With the market down as much as it is, is at this point, I think we're going to continue to see a lot of activity in that area. But once Friday comes and closes, volume is going to dry up for our summer. We see that historically. This is nothing new. So couple low volume with the high volatility that we've seen in our trading sessions over the last few months, I think we're going to see a lot of volatility throughout the summer. Once we get to third and fourth quarter, things should start to solidify. What we need in this market right now, we have this ongoing headline that we continue to talk about of, of Ukraine, Russia, right? We thought that was going to be a short play, and that has played out extremely long, and the uncertainty there continues to build. I think we need to continue to get some additional information about interest rates, supply chain, all these different things that sometimes get put to the back burner are really festering underneath the uh, the headline market rolling. So those things are something we got to get. We're hearing from Powell today. His comments are clearly showing us uh, in a good way that they're they are showing their hand, they're showing their blueprint as to what they think the next few months or quarters are going to look like. Whether that's rate cuts, rate hikes, doing nothing, as long as they translate that and the market believes it, that's good for overall sentiment. Okay, so we'll talk about Powell in just a second, but first I just want to follow up on that volatile yep. summer that could be in store. How do you put your money to work amid all of the headwinds and knowing that it could be uh, you know, quite a rocky summer. Are you more likely to, to sell the 
to buy the dips or sell the rallies? I'm more of buy the dips. Just look at where we've been and where we've come to and what we've endured, right? So if you go back to 2019 until now, you can see our markets certainly have had some significant headlines. No one would have ever thought a global pandemic would have been in our play. But the market always seems to, sh to shrug off and is strong enough to get through these negative headlines. So in a longer term perspective, this is all healthy for our market, right? To wash out, trees don't always grow you know, to the sky, um, and, and all those other sayings that, that come along with it. You need two steps forward, one step back. In a long perspective, this is one of our, this is one of our steps back. Uh, but I, I think overall, our market you know, will continue to show that it is strong. Our economy has had some issues, will be able to get through it. So in these opportunities, you look at certain sectors and certain stocks. Stocks are, for, are on sale right now. A stock that you liked in, you know, five months ago is probably 20% cheaper. This is the time when I think investors should start picking into it. Funny, I, w I was on a plane yesterday and overhearing uh, a couple talking yesterday, and the market was opening, and they said, oh, well, you know, the market's up today, but overall it's been down. Maybe we should buy some Microsoft here. Maybe we should buy some Amazon here. It's good to hear that investors, large or small, are seeing these opportunities that stocks have been for sale, and there are buying opportunities. Are you going to pick the bottom? You're probably not going to, but these prices are still very attractive. Okay, so let's talk about some of the areas of the market that you like, given that we are in this interest rate hiking cycle at this point, given that we could be facing a recession down the road. We're hearing more and more calls. So in terms of uh, how you're positioning your portfolio, what specifically do you like? Yeah, I, I look at sectors that have been beat up pretty good and probably have a little bit more room to it. But once again, I'm not, I'm not aiming to pick the bottom. There's a difference between trading and investing. If you're trading, you're looking for little short-term opportunities and price is very important. When you're investing, you're looking for a parameter in which you're willing to put your money into the market. And I look at it as we've had significant sell-off on this market. What sectors are out there have been beat up really well that I think are cheap? So you look at technology, go back to pre-COVID, the major headline was uh, tariffs, China-U.S. relations. Like that <laughs> Seems was, like decades it ago does, at this and, point. But like that has not gone away, right? Mm -hmm. And couple that with supply chain issues and couple that with COVID, tech has been hit up and beat up. You look at some of these household names, the Apples, the Amazons, they are on sale. I, I, those are opportunities, I think, for investors to get back into them. And as you mentioned, uh, Powell's on Capitol Hill today testify, testifying before Congress. He says that the, the economy is well positioned to handle additional rate hikes. Is the market well positioned to handle additional rate hikes? And how many do you think are priced in at this point? Yeah, so I think you have to kind of look at that in a, in a two-part a two basis. I think our markets are strong enough to handle rate hikes. Um, we've, we've shrugged off other negative headlines, if you want to look at that as a negative headline before. And I think if dictated, if orchestrated, if the market knows it's going to happen and there's no surprises, the market can adjust to that. In addition, look at where rate rates were and look, look at where they are now, right? You, you look at mortgage rates from 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, significantly higher to where we are at this point now. So even though we bounced off of mortgage rates of 2.5% and we're closer to 5 right now, yes, that's a significant move. but. They were seven, they were eight, they were 10, they were 14 at one point. So keep things in perspective when you're looking at rates um, because you're, once again, you're not, you're not gonna pick that bottom. You're gonna be able to participate in kind of the U curve of it. And if you do participate, you'll be able to reap those benefits down the road.
Are you confident that the Fed can avert a recession? Um, I, that's a great question. <laughs> I think, uh, I, I, I am confident, but I do think that they are somewhat late to react and they have all the cards in front of them and they wait for the hand to play out as opposed to being a little bit more pro pro proactive. They could have made some moves sooner than they have already, which probably would have had less of an impact on our markets. But it seems like they're trying to play catch up. If you play catch up too quick, that could cause some ripple effects in our overall economy. So they're, they're walking a tight rope right now. They're going down the right path. Whether they do it at the pace they should and the timing is appropriate, soon to be told. Well, Powell seems confident that yeah. the economy can handle it, so we'll have to wait and see. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Really appreciate your insights. Thank you very and much. Appreciate us. your time, Caroline. <laughs> All right, that was Jonathan Corpina, Meridian Equity Partners.